Hi friends, welcome to another episode of Oh Shoot. Today's episode is a live Q&A with my sister. Before we jump into the episode, though, I just wanted to tell you that I have live Q&A sessions that I offer as mentorships. So if you liked this episode and feel like it would be helpful for you to do a Q&A with me, just know that that is something that I offer and you can totally book one with me. Go to my website, www.cassidylinphoto.com to find out more. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Oh Shoot. Today is special because we are doing a Q&A. All the questions were picked by my older sister, Danielle, who's on the podcast with us today. So, Danielle, say hi. Tell everyone how long you've been my sister. All of that. <laughs> okay. Awesome. <laughs> hey, I'm Danielle. Um, I've been your sister since you were... <laughs> born exactly so 20 <laughs> so 22 years almost 23 um yeah because you turned 23 in two weeks which mm-hmm. is yes. so crazy happy early birthday to me happy early am birthday i allowed to, to do you? that i was on your phone earlier picking these questions from the response and i saw you got an email for your like a happy birthday email oh i did yeah you did oh my from gosh. ari <gasps> Ooh. yeah use that code unlock 20 or whatever yes. it is <laughs> i'm gonna use that right after this <laughs> Cool. So yeah. so yeah, we are doing a Q&A. All of these questions were on my Instagram story. So yeah, these are straight from all of you. And Danielle's going to be asking them. She picked them. So I, I straight up have no idea what's going to be asked. So it's the, true. Yeah, the, it could be really, really good. Or I could have no answers to this. <laughs> I have a feeling it's going to be the second <laughs> one. But we'll just give it a whirl. <laughs> As the big sister, I like to kind of make my sister squirm, but <laughs> considering... I'm squirming. <laughs> but I'm also sweating. I'm so I'm hot in this room. <laughs> it's so hot in this room. And if you open the window, it's not any colder. I know, but for real. I tried, I tried to be nice because, I mean, it's your podcast, so, you know, I don't have complete um, squirm abilities on here. So, anyways, yeah. We will do the first question. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So the first question, and these are a mix of, I picked some photography related ones and then some personal ones because I don't know, it's more fun. Yeah. Okay. So first question, and this was asked by a lot of people actually, like I saw probably, yeah, there were like 10 people that asked this question, Oh goodness. but, um, this person is from tiempo underscore red, red, Red Amido. Red Amido. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> what would you be doing if you weren't a photographer? Oh my gosh. <laughs> what would I be doing? I have no idea. Well, okay. So I really liked hair growing up, especially in high school. Yeah. I was really into hair styling. Yeah. So if I weren't doing photography, I feel like I might possibly be working in a hair salon either doing styling or coloring. I don't really like cutting. Um, so yeah, I might be a hairstylist. I also might be working in like a marketing agency because I really like marketing and stuff. Yeah. 
Um, but I think the reason that I'm doing photography is because half of photography is creative and the other half is like marketing. So it's like the best of both worlds. Right. Um, yeah. But I mean, I also really like fashion too, but I don't know if I could make a career out of my fashion. I like, I like I might be trendy with my clothes, but I don't think I'm that trendy to where I'm like getting paid yeah. to wear things. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, that's probably those three answers are probably yeah somewhere that I would go if I weren't doing photography, but I'm doing photography. So like, whatever, you yeah, know, don't like, look back. You right. Know? Yeah, yeah. No regrets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Great. Yeah. Honestly, I, until you were, until you started doing photography, I always thought you were going to be a hairstylist. Yeah. Same. Like, always. It just, I mean, that's what I really like to do. And I started making money off of it too. Oh yeah. I, I mean, was like running a small business kind of. Oh yeah. And seriously. So on when I was in high school, so I'm three grades older than Cassidy on my like prom and homecoming days, Cassidy was making hundreds of dollars yeah, doing easily. my friend's hair. Yeah. And I was just like going to dance. Yeah. Like I was mooching off of all of my sister's friend groups yeah. and I did all of Danielle's friends hair for prom and then all of my friends. And then those in between years I was booked. Like I, I, it was like, I started at seven in the morning and then prom started around like five o'clock at night. So at seven to about 4 PM, Every hour I had, yeah, every hour I had a person. Yeah. So it was like, you know, whatever I was charging, I think it was like 60 bucks per person. Yeah. I mean, that was one day a year, but like, Ooh, that's a good day. It was a good day. (laughs) And you had all that cash. You were like 14. (laughs) (laughs) I I have no idea where that money went. I think I bought a hair chair. So I was like, I'm going to invest. So I bought a chair for people to sit in. You did buy the hair chair and you bought that wig. Oh my gosh. The girl with the real hair. Her name is Stella Danielle. (laughs) I did. She, it was like a mannequin. Yeah. It wasn't a wig. It was a mannequin so I could practice. That's what it was. But yeah, I mean, I was serious about it. I still really like it. Um, But yeah, I think I like photography better, obviously. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. All right. Next question. All right. I'm ready. This one is from, so it looks like pastry cam sobe but there's no a in the pastry so do with that what you will Mm -hmm. um who inspires you the most (laughs) oh my gosh i'm i'm sitting here like oh my gosh i know i'm (laughs) literally squirming oh does it have to be a specific person or can it be like a specific like generic type of person um Try and do both if you can, because I'm actually really curious who inspires you the most. Yeah, but if you can only think too. of a group, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, my inspirations. I mean, if we're talking like photography, um, I really look up to, I love Don Charles. Um, she probably doesn't know who I am, but I specifically like when I started photography, Don Charles was a huge like inspiration and a huge person I looked up to. Um, and I still do. Um, yeah. So I like Don Charles a lot. She, I think just the way that she approaches her business is very, I don't know, relatable professional. Yeah. And she just keeps it real, which I appreciate. Um, as far as like, like not photography related, I look up to like anyone who, started their own business kind of from scratch like entrepreneurs yeah like and just ran with it and is being super successful in it I think that's like 
a really awesome trait to have. So anybody like that, even especially people that like teach about it. Oh yeah. I look up to those people so much. Um, actually there's a girl on TikTok. Her name's Rachel Peterson. She has absolutely nothing to do with photography, but she's just like a really smart business, social media marketing person. And I just think she's a genius and I watch all of her videos nonstop. So Don Charles and Rachel Peterson, I would say are my two inspirations. And I just came up with those on the spot. Well, there you go. I didn't even realize they were my inspirations. <laughs> Sometimes you need to be asked the question. Yeah. To realize. Exactly. BRB while I go follow um, Rachel Peterson. You should. She's Yeah. Her content's so good. I'm all about that kind of stuff. Yeah. she's And like when it comes to marketing, she, so she runs, I think it's like two of her own marketing businesses and on top of that, she teaches people about marketing. So it's like That's she insane. she puts to practice all of these things and they actually succeed. And then she goes and teaches people, this is how I'm making this person yeah. succeed or my business is succeeding. Here's how. So she practices what she preaches, yeah. basically. Yeah. And she like basically tells you almost everything yeah. for free, except she has like a few courses and stuff. But I'm like, wow, like. That's incredible. Yeah. She's so smart. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Thanks for sharing. Yes. Of okay. course. Happy to share. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Next one is from SB Photography. How did you know that you were ready to go pro? So basically, like, how did you know? I don't know if they meant full time, but that's what I'm assuming. Like, mm -hmm. how did you know you were ready to make the switch right. to full time? So for me, the biggest indication was when I was like working my nine to five job, all I could think about was my side business. <laughs> so like, you know, during the day when I was supposed to be doing my work, like I was, but at the same time I was thinking about the weddings I had coming up and how excited I was for them and all the stuff that I wanted to do in my business. So yeah, I mean, that was a huge indicator to me that I was ready to go full time for sure. Um, I guess another indicator, it's kind of like practical, is just money. Yeah. Um, I was booking enough to where I felt like if I put a little bit more time into it, I could book. So like, let's say I was booking 20 weddings a year. I, if I put 20 more hours in a week, I could book 30 weddings a year. And that is the point where I would be full time. Right. So I just kind of took the leap and yeah, that's kind of how I knew financially, but also like mentally and like in my heart, I was like, so ready to just quit and start to pursue my business. Um, I think yeah. it's like the passion too is a really big indicator to me Yeah, when it's like hard to be passionate about anything else because you just want to focus on that. Mm. Yeah, that's good. So this isn't a question from someone. This is just me. How many weddings do you book a year? Like, do you have a cap? Yeah. Oh yeah. I have a cap. Well, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I would be a crazy person. If but I what, what is your cap? Yeah. So it kind of depends. I, um, last year my cap was 30 weddings. Okay. Um, so last year I guess would have been 2020, um, which I did, I booked, but a lot of things got rearranged because of COVID. So I right. had 30 weddings booked. A lot of them got rescheduled and then I ended up booking more smaller weddings. So I don't really count last year. It's like a <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't think anyone your counts first last year, year full time. Isn't last year your first year? No, full -time? this is my first year full time. <gasps> you went full time in September 2020. September 2020. Yeah. Oh my word! For some reason. Yeah. No, it's only been like a couple months, like six months. Wow. Maybe. 
maybe my. a little longer than six. No, nah, it's probably like eight months. Nine. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> it's almost funnier. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. So 2020 was about 30 weddings. Um, this year, my cap was 20 weddings, which um, I did cap off on that. Occasionally, if I do get like an inquiry where... I really feel like I vibe with them and it would just be like, it's a perfect match. I'll book them, mm-hmm. but you know, it's very dependent on my schedule surrounding too. Cause I don't like to book too much in a weekend. Otherwise right. I like die. Yeah. Um, for 2022, my cap is around 20 as well. Okay. I'm, I might cap it actually a little bit lower because I did raise my prices, which means I don't need as many weddings. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. You know, it's, it's dependent too. like I said, if someone comes to me and really wants to book me and I vibe with them super well and I feel like we'd be a good fit, sometimes I can make room for them if their date lines up. Um, but yeah. Okay. Just, it depends. Yeah. But yeah, there is, there is a cap. Yeah. 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 That's a good, good spinoff question. Yeah. You know, it's what I do. (laughs) It's literally my job. (laughs) Um, okay. So speaking of raising your prices, somebody actually asked Amanda, Amanda Talon photo. She asked when to when to raise your prices. Yeah. So like for you, when did you realize, hey, mm-hmm. I should probably start raising my prices? Right. Um, there was a point where I was booking enough where I didn't feel like my time was worth the money that they were spending. Like I felt like my time was worth more than that because of my experience. Um, so I personally think that whenever you feel comfortable raising your prices, you should just raise them. Um, So like literally it's whatever you're comfortable with. If you're not comfortable charging $3,000 for a wedding, but you currently charge 2000, maybe that means you need to go up to 2,500. And then if you start booking super consistently at that price, you need to raise those prices up. Um, When I was about six months into wedding photography, I had this package. My top package was, I think it was $3,000 maybe. Mm-hmm. And it, it included everything. 10 hours, an engagement session, second shooter, a lot of stuff. Yeah, I was booking that package. Every single person that booked with me booked that package. Oh my word. So that to me was an indicator that my prices were way too low because right. of everyone's booking my top package. Like yeah. my goal is always to get people to book my middle package. Mm. So if my top package is most popular, maybe I need to shift those prices up to get people to book that middle package. Um, so yeah. And supply and demand too. Like if you are completely booked out, you need to raise your prices so that you can have more free time and shoot less because we don't work to continue to work. We work so that eventually we can stop working and like we can have a life. That's right. Um, so yeah. (laughs) So if you're just consistently booked out, Think about you time and think about what do you do outside of work? Yep. Perfect. Great answer. Thank you. Cassidy. Thank you. Yes. That was also on the fly. Yes. Just- <laughs> <laughs> These are all on the fly. Well, I do get asked that one a lot though. So right. I, I had like a pretty good answer. Yeah. I've heard you already. answer it before, but okay. I figured because that was another one that a lot of people asked in your responses. So, mm-hmm. okay. Next question. What do you do if your client doesn't like their photos? Oh my gosh. I just recorded an episode. It hasn't come out yet, but it is photography emergencies. So like, what do you do if 
these things happen. Yeah. Um, so one of them was, what do you do if your client doesn't like your photos? <laughs> um, which is, I mean, it's scary. Like it's, it's happened to me only once before. Um, so I can kind of go over a little bit about, um, what I said in the other episode, if you are feeling like you want to listen to all of like these photography emergency things, <laughs> go to my episode. It's going to be released. Um, I think the episode right before this. So yeah, go listen to that. Cause that's like all the emergency stuff that you'll need to know. Um, so if someone reaches out to you and they're like, Oh my gosh, my photos are so ugly or can you re-edit them or I hate them, whatever. What you need to say, first of all, you just have to have good customer service. Yeah. Um, as photographers, we can get a big ego and think like, oh, well, this isn't about you. It's about me. It's about my edits when and it's my about style. The client. And yeah. It's about your client. It's about serving your client. So there is a line where if someone is asking you to edit in a completely different style than what's in your portfolio, you can say like, hey, my portfolio does not show that style. So like, that's not a part of my brand. I edited according to my brand. Um, so first thing, have really good customer service at the end of the day is about your client. Um, you want to hear them out, just hear what they have to say, see what you can do. If it's like a thing where they don't like a couple photos, you know, you can offer to re-edit them. Um, I think sometimes it's good to show them an example of how your work matches the session that you gave them. So you can say like, here's another session looks similar to what I gave you, but I think you need to have the best customer service as possible. A lot of people would say like, stand your ground. Don't, don't like try to help at all. But for some reason, I don't think that's good customer service. Maybe because well, it's, it's not, not really, <laughs> it's not ultimately, you know, it's about the client. Right. Yeah. And even if it's, I don't know if this is something that you would do, but could you refer them to another photographer with that style? Right. That could so maybe if you, if they've already shot okay. the session at that point, like you can't really refer to someone else. It would be like in the inquiry stage if they're like, Oh, I want really cold edits and you sh shoot really warm. You'd be like, Hey, here's another photographer that would fit yeah. you well. Yeah. So what you can do, you can offer to just re-edit the images. Okay. Um, you can offer to re-edit like X amount of images or just offer to re-edit the whole thing. If you do offer to re-edit the whole thing, send it off to like an editing service. Don't even like yeah. think about it. Let yep. them edit it for you. Um, if it's not a matter of editing and it's a matter of shooting, offer them a reshoot. Right. Um, you know, if it, if it really is something they don't like, um, you know, you can offer them that reshoot. It's important to have something in your contract that covers editing and like what happens in a scenario like this, because if your client claims that they don't like the photos, but they downloaded all 50 of them, technically like the deliverables have been met because they downloaded them. Interesting. So they could just be trying to get another free session out of you. Mm. So some cases you might want to consult a lawyer, other cases, um, you know, just have good customer service. Yeah. Um, it's also important to consult a lawyer about getting that in your contract because they can give you the correct wording to protect you and make sure that it's, you know, actually going to stand in a mm -hmm. court of law. Mm -hmm. So yeah, those are a few things. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Call Elle Woods if you need anything. Honestly. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to switch to a non-photography related question. Okay. 
Um, this person, Claudia Spence photo would like to know, mm-hmm. do you have any pets in the future? In the future? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, no, wait in the future. Okay. So we don't have pets right now. I mean, me and Charlie want a dog. Mm-hmm. It's something we've talked about. We really like, um, Oh, it's, what is it called? A kava poo. poo. Yeah. I like kava poos. I think they're so cute and fluffy and stuff. Um, But I mean, right now we're flipping our house. So (laughs) I don't really think a dog is like the wisest thing for me because I'm already really stressed. So a dog (laughs) would like really, really stress me out. But once the house is like in a good condition and like we're living in it and we don't have like a ton of stuff to still do with the house or maybe in the winter, I could see us getting some sort of pet. Maybe we'll get a fish. Aww. Or like a lizard. Yeah. No, don't get a lizard. <laughs> no, I totally like, regretted that. Nothing against. <laughs> <laughs> nothing against lizard people. I just, you would not like a lizard. I know it's true. Yeah. What would I like? Maybe like a bunny. Yeah. Maybe yeah. like a guinea pig. No. Why? I don't know. <laughs> you are. So I would want quick. a hamster before a guinea pig. Guinea pigs are big. Have you seen that those Twitter things though about how? everyone's hamster yes. randomly dies and <gasps> yeah the most like tragic really tra- traumatic yeah yeah it's so sad yeah it's really sad but if you like <laughs> if you think about it it's like really funny <laughs> like if you just kind of think about like the ways that all of these hamsters die like it's horrible but it's also like how like how? this one girl said her hamster um she like tried to scare it with an air <laughs> horn and it went into shock and then just like died right there <laughs> Okay, cool. So no pets in the near future, but possibly later in the future. Maybe in the future, future. Yeah. Future, future. Love that. Okay, (laughs) cool. Next question. Photography question. How did you find your style for editing? Oh, and this is from Alexa Russo Photography. Oh my gosh. I just posted a caption about this. Really? And yeah, I just released another podcast about this that goes into pretty, pretty in-depth detail, but I'm going to give you the cliff note version. So <laughs> the little spark note, Cassidy's spark note version. Um, the first thing is finding a good base preset. Um, and I feel like that's the hardest part of getting a consistent edit. Um, it's either you're going to make it yourself or buy one. And if you're going to buy one, I would be extremely cautious about the ones you buy because there's tons of presets out there. Oh, okay. Um, so whatever preset you use, it's important to use that same preset on all of your sessions. That's going to give you the consistency that a lot of people want. Um, something else is just practicing. Um, as you continue to learn and edit and continue in photography, you start to get a lot better at editing and start to understand the functions of Lightroom and what everything does better. Therefore you can edit better and kind of like tweak things to be exactly how you want them. Um, the other thing that is super important is just not like comparing yourself to other photographers. If you're trying to get like a certain style, it can be really hard as you look at other photographers and see their beautiful sessions in Laguna beach or, in the Sahara desert, like, <laughs> like, honestly, like if you're like, just, of course they're amazing. Right, like it's <laughs> not a nice location. You're in a like, seven wonder of the world. Right. Like, of course you can't take a bad photo like <laughs> no. straight up. So yeah, it's just important to stop looking at other people's edits as much and just kind of focus on what you want and 
when, once you get there, awesome. Um, but that process of getting there can be really discouraging if you're comparing yourself. Um, the last thing that I'm going to say, and I keep forgetting it, pops in my head and then it goes away. What was I going to say? <laughs> you were talking about editing style, Sahara yeah. Desert. Don't compare. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Be careful about what presets you buy. Yes, there's one Because there's so many there of them. There's literally... I have to look it up because this is going to bug me. It was on my Instagram caption I posted today. Okay. It's okay. Take your time. I'll just sip oh, my coffee. I oh, remember. Okay. <laughs> it starts with shooting. So similar to what we said about location and how, of course, you can't take a bad photo in the Sahara Desert. It's the same thing. It starts with shooting, lighting, location composition, those things affect your style way more than an edit does. Oh yeah. So forget a good preset, start with good shooting and good raw photos. And then once you have that, you can really hone in on finding the edit that you like. Um, a good preset can't fix a poorly taken photo. Amen. Mic drop. Yeah. Just you kidding. should get that like printed on some should sort I? of yeah like, on your office merch or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> merch. Yes, <laughs> amazing. Okay, next question. Oh, thank you. By the way, that was very good, very thorough. Oh, of course, mm -hmm. <laughs> for the people. Um, okay, next question is from Coletta Kalum Kalumbula. Fun name. That is fun. That is fun. It sounds like a musical instrument. Um, what is your favorite thing about having three sisters with a winky face? Oh, mm -hmm. oh my gosh. I didn't realize people knew I had three sisters. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> so yeah, so I have three sisters and I don't have any brothers. So what I like about it is basically it's built in best friends, right? So having three of them means I have three instant friends. So I don't really have to worry about branching out much and finding <laughs> other friends being the introvert you are. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It makes life easy. <laughs> um, I, what I like about all my three sisters is like there, I like, this sounds horrible. I use them all for different purposes, but it's, it's like, I don't know how else to put it other than they all like, I have different relationships with each of them. So if like, I want to have a really fun time and be hyped up, I go to Lexi, my youngest sister. Right. Or if I want some life advice about what's going on in my life right now, I go to Danielle <laughs> Or for Lindsay, like I'll go to her for um, just like a nice hug or for just to literally to have someone to talk to. So it's different with each of my sisters. But what I love about it is like we can all be together and it just feels like like, you know, we just pick right up where we left off. It's true. Yeah. It's just like you grew up together. There's no hiding anything like you are who you are. They <laughs> saw you be developed. So true. we've seen the best and worst yeah, of each other. No shame. And somehow we still all love each other. I know. Right. Oh, the, so yeah. 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 It's fun. I mean, I love having sisters. I don't know what I would do if I had a brother. Oh, that poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. He would struggle. Yeah. I mean, we sure. have like a dog who's a boy, but not really. Yeah. He's kind of just, he there really do anything <laughs> he just like he's literally laying down right now yeah next to your feet yeah just doing nothing rico exactly mm -hmm. okay thank you next question is from abigail c photography 
How do I build my confidence and get comfortable shooting strangers? I feel like you will relate to this one. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, the way that like your clients get comfortable is if you're comfortable, right? So it really starts with confidence. Um, for me, I found it super helpful to prep as much as I could for sessions. That made me feel the least amount of stress and the least amount of anxiety was when I prepped enough for a session going into it where I felt like I knew exactly how it was going to go. I knew all the locations I wanted to use, all the poses. Um, and you know, I did a little bit of research on my couple as well. So, you know, or my subject, whoever it is just, you know, I, I knew them a little more than they realized, which helps me because it gives me some things to talk about, you know? So it's not just like, I have to be super extroverted and really, good with conversation because I already kind of did my research on them a little bit. So that helped me with getting comfortable was just the confidence and prepping for a lot of my sessions. Also, I just think with experience too, you just get used to meeting new people and showing up and taking their photo. Um, Something that was really hard for me when I first started was at weddings, you have no way of knowing every single person that's in that room, yet you still have to take photos of them and walk around and shoot. And that is a very uncomfortable feeling because a lot of people stare at you when you're taking photos. <laughs> it's what I've realized. Like people just can't stop looking at the photographer. I'm like, please look at the couple. Like it's not about me, but you know, it happens. So, um, yeah, I think the more that you shoot and the more that you get experience with it, you will get comfortable, at least comfortable enough to where you're not like super self-conscious about it or thinking about it anymore. It's kind of just like normal and natural, Um, yeah, I mean, it also helps like at weddings, if you're in that sort of situation, like just smile at people, Yeah, you know, or you can go up and talk to them before you take their photo. Like, you know, there's a lot of things that you can do to make it a little less awkward. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. You can get better at interacting with people. It just takes practice. Right. And exposure. Yeah. And it's like your job. So you really don't have a choice. Like you have to meet strangers and take photos of them. So Mm -hmm. you might as well embrace it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, it is hard though. So, oh yeah, I feel it. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question is from Kelly and Smith photography. What's your favorite way to unwind and step back from working? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I really like shopping. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's <laughs> just a thing that I like to do. I don't know if I'm the only one, but <laughs> shopping's so fun. So I mean, I, you know, obviously spending money, that's a huge thing for me. I love just getting a good pair of jeans. Yeah. So when you find a deal. Yeah. And it's also just because I really like fashion too. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, So that's something that I'll do. Um, Me and Charlie are both pretty big quality time people. So, I mean, hanging out with Charlie, that's always like my go-to basically. Right. Even if like he wants to go in disc golf, I will just go walk with him. And for me, that's like enough, that's enough quality time. And it's fun because I'm literally just spending time with him. He doesn't even have to talk to me. I can just be there. And it's like, I am cloud nine. (laughs) My favorite place. Um, so yeah, I'll do that. I also like to get my nails done. Um, and honestly, spending more money, obviously. um, (laughs) (laughs) And because I, um, I don't know. I'm a creative person. I do like to go and shoot, but like not for work, like for fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 
and we also like traveling too. I know I've, I've said like a bunch of things, but, and honestly, who doesn't love traveling? Like, you know, it's kind of, everyone loves traveling, but to be a cliche, we do like to travel, um, you know, on, on the weekend, on weekdays, whenever we're free and not working. <laughs> so yeah, I would say that's about it. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question is from Mila, I think Lobos. Mila Lobos said, what platform gives you the most bookings? Instagram, website, the not. Yeah. Et cetera. Yeah. So for me, it is Instagram. Mm-hmm. For a while, it's been Instagram. When I first started my business, it was the not. Um, but I mean, the not was where I, a lot of people would find my website, but then I would get a lot of people come to me through my website and then book me. So that was when I first started out. Right now, it's definitely Instagram. Um, I try to kind of like not to put all of my eggs in one basket and I want to like evenly distribute where I get leads. So for me right now, it's Instagram, TikTok, and just like word of mouth referrals. Um, if I had my choice, I would be 100% referral based and not have to use Instagram at all. Right. But because that's not really how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mostly Instagram and then, you know, TikTok client referrals kind of on the side, I would say like they're each a good 20% and then Instagram is 60%. Okay. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. There are two more questions. Okay. So hit me with it. Get in depth. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Get ready to squirm. Oh no. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm nervous. Just kidding. <laughs> These are actually only photography related questions. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. Well, that does kind of make me nervous too. Cause what if I don't know the answer? whatever you'll definitely I mean just listen okay okay, I'm listening. <laughs> okay this question is from Aaliyah Joel photography I love the name Aaliyah and Joel that's cute yeah. so together that's adorable wow. Aaliyah Joel photography what is the biggest thing that you did to help your business thrive wow I know right it's, that that's is a big one a big big question yeah Um, the first thing that pops into my head is making my brand personal. Mm. So building a personal brand is the most underrated and best way to grow your business. People are so interested in who is behind the camera, who's behind the business, who are they going to work with? Because at the end of the day, especially if you're a wedding photographer, people don't want to hire a stranger. Like maybe... There are some people Not maybe they all. do want to hire a stranger because yeah. it's kind of like more of a transaction. Mm-hmm. But for the people that I want to attract, I want them to care about the process of taking the photos and like the art behind it. Yeah. So that personal brand was huge for me. And I would say like my first year, year and a half of doing photography, I thought I had a personal brand, <laughs> but as I like went full time with my business, I realized it wasn't as personal as I thought it was. So it kind of all started with me sharing just like more about my personal life, but like obviously not overloading it Um, and like showing my face more Mm -hmm. and kind of forgetting about all of these strategies and tactics that people advertise and everyone does. And I just kind of started doing my own thing. Um, and I think it really worked, um, for sure. It's still, you know, obviously is growing and I still have things I need to work on, but 
the personal brand aspect of it was the big shift for me. And I think just being smart with time and having everything built on the back end to receive clients and actually take them through the process of booking is huge because, you know, you can be a huge star on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and then people get on your website and it's broken and they have no way to book you. So they're going to book someone else. Right. So that back end is huge because once that's built, then you can start getting leads in. Yep. Um, so I say those are the two things. Okay. Good. Was that a good answer? Yeah, of course. I thought it was awesome. Okay. Good Did job. I pass? You passed. <laughs> a plus. You passed <laughs> boating school. Congratulations, oh my gosh. SpongeBob. SpongeBob reference. <laughs> Love that. Okay. This is kind of a two-part question, but it's the last one. So okay. we'll end with a bang. Yes. Okay. What are some goals that you have for your photography business or just life in general? Okay. So maybe do like photography goals first. Yeah. If you have any. Okay. And if you if have, I any, have any. Okay. That sounded rude. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be rude. <laughs> I just mean like if you want to share. Okay. Oh, and then also life questions. Yeah. Or life goals if you would like to share. Yes. Okay. Yes. So photography goals. I, so if you don't know this about me, you're going to find out right now. I'm a big <laughs> like strategy, like big picture person. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I just got asked about my goals, I'm like, Oh, let me whip out my goal journal. Cause I have them all written down. I have, you know, literally easily 40 goals <gasps> that, yeah, I know. It's a lot. That's a lot. I know. But I mean, I just want (laughs) to do them all. Um, But some of the things that are like, I actually are in the process of doing and it's actually happening. um, Just continuing in photography education. I would love to fill up um, my resources and offer a lot more resources than I have right now. Yeah. Um, With it being busy wedding season, it's been really hard and I'm flipping a house and stuff. Yeah. But um, that's something that I, is a really big goal of mine. Um, I would love to start offering like coaching mentorship. So right now I do just like hour long mentorships kind of a la carte whenever you want to book them. Mm -hmm. But I really love the relationships that are built from those. So sort of like an eight week or 10 week mentorship program where we meet every week and it's like a process of like, okay, this week we're talking about editing next week. We're talking about, um, you know, CRM and then we're going to talk about Instagram the next week. Um, so yeah, cool. I know I was like, I like this idea. So that's something that I feel like would just be really beneficial, like to the people who are my audience right now. Yeah. I have a lot of photographers that are a part of my community, like on Facebook and Instagram. So I just want to serve them the best that I can. Yeah. Um, what else? I mean, I do kind of want a new camera, which is so stupid because I have like <laughs> really nice cameras, but I want like another camera to kind of replace one of my older cameras, which it doesn't sound like a huge goal, but I mean, I mean, it's the small goal. Th- yeah. Yeah. It's the small things. Um, is it in your goal journal? Yes. Okay. See, it's a goal. Obviously. There you go. Okay. (laughs) Um, and then personally, um, let's see one of my personal goals. Uh, so we bought a house, which was a really big goal of mine. Yeah. Um, me and Charlie really want to do like a couple month road trip. Um, March, probably March, April and May of next year, just March, April. I don't know. We're still figuring out dates. But that's a big personal goal that we have. Um, 
And then just in general, I want to spend a little less time working and a little bit more time doing the things that I like to do. Um, and I do like working, which is what's hard because it's like, it doesn't feel like work, but technically I am working. Right. So yeah. Um, just that work life separation is something that I'm working on, but yeah, I mean, I would say that's about it for my goals and maybe in like a year or two getting a dog. Oh, that's a person. A little cava poo. We'll see. They're expensive. Would you, what would you name it if it was a boy? Do you have have no idea? It's hard because Charlie's name is like a dog name. (laughs) A lot of people have dogs named Charlie. I'm not kidding. A lot of people have dogs named Charlie. So it's hard because I think we would name it something like, like just something that you wouldn't expect. Like I can't even think of an example like Matthew no you would not yeah like to like a straight up like person name wait that's what you want matthew no 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 not matthew but you know what i mean like an example of like that's an example of like a type of name it would be like so bill human yeah that it's like funny yeah like bill bill's (laughs) bill's kind of funny (laughs) come here bill yeah or charlie said (laughs) if he wants like a big dog he would name it like something really like zeus yeah but i no not zeus I feel like a lot of big dogs are named Zeus. They are. Yeah. Which is terrifying. Yeah. And it's scary. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it for the questions, right? Yeah. Perfect. Cool. Well, if you guys like this episode, um, make sure to give me a subscribe and a follow and I will see you guys next week for another episode of Oh Shoot. Expose my mind to clarity. Oh, my spirit shudders. Capture the moment, oh, to keep my sanity The wisdom rushing in So much clearer now Getting a little bit higher With every step I take, I'm getting good Getting a little bit better